0: again this is our 52 days in light hallelujah 52 days in light starts today that is um, from january to the end of february hallelujah we are trusting god that within this days we would go into the truth that is the truth of god's word understand so many things build a solid foundation and we can build upon as people of god hallelujah i want us to begin this morning i want us to open our mouth and bless the name of the lord wherever you are joining from you are lifting up your voice you are thanking god you are asking the lord god the lord i I love you. I thank you this morning. You are blessing the name of the Lord. You want to give Him praise. You want to give Him glory. Lift up your voice and pray. Shoda bakos at a vera dosha. Makuba aileka dibiya koskapa. Rikoskapa and de lebrenoskapa. Piba aileka dibioske berendosa. Mana de Fala daba ko shada baranda sote re pa 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 ile gadia kadibio shabrendo sebra pa pa baba. pa copa ile gadabarando la beshande kuskata baba gadaba pa 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 konda we give you all the glory mahazundrendo shabrenda sante ze papa khozela ire ikhosha de brandos kapha ku Shade Brendo ka dibyo shada brandong saba kus kataya merendele ka dibyo shandrendas kapada malaba vembra mba papa shada brandos kapha mbozi take your glory father matu erendes keberedo shada baba baba Rebaba Oh Lord, we love you. Lord, we give you glory. Icoba redabaskepe legadibio shambrando setter, Fava la catinio scaba, ireco sadebera da baba, Moco shadabadi dibio shadabaradeba, Makoda brando shadababa baba, Icon de legadini hunter, Mado ba ilegadababa, Mako shadababa, Melecadibio shakadababa, ileco shaka irendo la bosha. We give you all the glory in the name of Jesus thank you father we give you all the praise lead us lead us this year lead us this year let the light of god lead lead us lead us lead us lead us in the mighty name of jesus In Jesus' name, hallelujah, amen. So, you want to call someone, you want to share the link, you want to bless the name of you, want to bless someone else too, hallelujah. So, call someone and then send a link to someone, amen. We know it's been a long time since we had like a sparkling new kind of service, but um, we are going to have it for the next um, days that is ahead of us. Amen. And I want you to be involved. You want to when you come, you share the link. When you come, you bless someone with a link. Amen. You call There are some people to you have to call them because it's done. So sending the link to them. Uh, can't do all the work. <laughs> there are Some people that you should um call and uh, should call and say, "Aha, uh-huh, I am inviting you today because they are far gone." Amen. They are far gone. All right. So I want us to, I want us to all participate in these fifty-two days of light and i want to give a brief introduction and the order of studies within this moment i know that as we keep going there's going to be a change one way or the other hallelujah in some of the things that we are going to do can you hear me can someone hear me perfectly it's going to be a change in some of the things that's all right that's fine there's going to be a change in some of the things that we are going to do. But I want us to know what we'll be doing here. So 52 Days in Light, what is What is it about? 52 Days in Light is where we come and then we learn the Word of God. We are learning the Word of God for 52 days. But by the end of the 52 days, you will be done with the New Testament. Hallelujah. Isn't it amazing that we are going to use just 52 days to um finish the entire new testament all right so we come we we learn the word of god but by the end of the 52 days we will be done with the entire new testament amen and you'll begin to know what god wants us to understand you know reading the bible the bible is a very complex book the bible is not easy (laughs) who have read uh it's like someone that have no background of physics and they give you Abbott and they tell you to read Abbott. Uh, you see all these equations there. You see all these Rodinja equations. You see all these light equations. Yes, you can read because you have your phonetics, your 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 Sunday's your school mistress and your. Your madams, your KG2 madams is not you. but you can read A, B, C, D. You can join them together, but it won't make sense. Hallelujah. Who have, have taken a, a journal or a medical book or a science book and you are trying to read and sometimes you are just, you can read though. It's not like, but you read, but you don't understand. Hallelujah. And you see, you can't understand the Bible from a preacher's sermon's point of view it's it, it's it's not like that so you can that sometimes you you a preacher is preaching but he has preached but because the foundation is not strong when we read the book of let's say we are reading philemon when we're reading philemon what is the reason behind philemon what is the what does the writer wants us to be aware what is god's message in it what is God's message in Exodus? What is God's message in G- um, Genesis? What is the word of God in Matthew? What is the word of God in the in the Gospel of Mark? When you 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 don't have the basic knowledge about it, it becomes difficult. Hallelujah! I know some of us we have done some of these books, so some books will be easier for us to understand more than some other books, and some of us to do, we've done some aspects. So the more we throw more light the thing becomes easier and easier it becomes easy to run with hallelujah so that's what we want we want to do and that's what we seek to do and when we come we will try as much as possible that some days we do four chapters that some days we do double down and do eight chapters in order to meet up hallelujah Uh so each chapter or that sometimes um we are we are going to make everyone here try to be part of it so because i want each and everyone to participate give me a second Let's turn. okay because i want each one of us to participate uh when we come around i would i would seek that we call at least we have like 10 people in a day if you're reading like four chapters at least we have four people in a day one reading a chapter and another reading a chapter hallelujah do we get it so if i see that you you are you are around but you don't participate that is that me now i can call you you know what i do i can call you and say that okay so you read this chapter this person read it read this chapter this person read this chapter and i would also want to hear some things that stood out for you within within the verse Or the chapters that we read what stood out for you in this maybe chapter you talk about it what stood out i would give um also i would ask some of i would ask some um meanings explain some things to us and then we we do it like that if you have questions to the the room the floor will be open for questions so that you can also ask questions hallelujah are we are we together amen so we are going to begin with 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 the book of matthew hallelujah we are going to begin with the book of matthew we are going to begin with the book of matthew amen thank you holy spirit
1: thank you Thank you, Holy Ghost. Amen.
0: So if you are like if you are in a place like Ghana, right? It becomes easier for you because you can use this as a morning devotion. You do you come you do morning devotion, like a Bible study, kind of morning devotion. It makes things easier. Alright, we are going to start with Matthew, but before we go, start with Matthew, I want to give us the background. Um a summary of the Bible then we try as much as possible to complete four chapters today are we together so I'm gonna give like the background of the Bible from where it started to Matthew then we pick it from there okay um uh-huh. all right so so if you want to also read like a passage in the Bible I, I would I would urge that you can call in then um you i'll mute your microphone when it's time then you you open your microphone then you read a chapter try as much as possible that you become a regular kind of person who want to also do these things because it's going to help us amen hallelujah so i want to do a recap of 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 that before we start matthew chapter matthew chapter one amen and i would also urge you if you don't have a bible go get a bible especially the NIV version so that we can we can do you can have a, also a notepad um so that we can we can pick it from there all right so get a bible as we are reading some place you would underline some place you shade because if you want to use the same phone we are using for service for the same service you go here you come here it's going to be a little bit distracting so you don't want to be distracted hallelujah so let me start from the very popular stories in the Bible right from the creation story to to the unpopular um, versions of the Bible so we we, we start the Bible from the creation story that is Genesis when you read the book of Genesis God creates the heavens and yet God creates Adam and very soon we are going to see that sin enters the world through adam and eve all right right from adam and eve we see the noah the noah story and also the flood from there a group of people um, came together they wanted to build a tower that the tower is going to be able to reach the heavens that is the tower of babel we we know what happened god distracted them so there were divisions there were divisions among the people so we have people speaking different kinds of languages so if you see that you are speaking language a and another person is speaking language and along another person is speaking the same language as language a all language a comes together they move they become a clan they move together all right so begin to see the development of um clans family type of 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 scenarios, even within this Tower of Babel age. Then came God calling Abraham and God making a covenant with Abraham. Very, very significant because um, Abraham is a key figure when it comes to understanding even our faith. From there, we know Isaac, Jacob, and also the 12 tribes came into being. We could also we also know the Joseph story that Joseph went to Egypt. And we know that a uh, time came that joseph developed uh, became a prosperous person his 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 brothers that is the 12 tribes they joined him they also became a family they grew they became a nation in egypt they were oppressed in egypt then god calls moses out of that and god calls moses we also see that um moses will deliver the israelites which is also very key because moses is also a very significant figure in understanding our faith because we now know that now the people of god we are in egypt god calls moses to deliver them out of egypt from moses we can we can also um, better understand the joshua story right from there joshua leads the people of god even to the promised land all right so when uh, the people of god now we know that the israelites they are on the promised land very soon the israelites are going to call for um, a king because they saw that all the people and then the empires and then the, the 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 people they defeated on their way even to the promised land they had kings and for their part they did not have a king they only had um judges and prophets like samuel and all that so they also said no okay we also want that kind of things god wasn't really pleased with that with that but the people of god demanded it so they also they also had the israel also had their first king which is also king samuel all right so we we begin to see the establishment of the monarchy even system as saw being the first king of Israel. These are the popular ones. I'm sure that if you if you if you went to Sunday school, you know almost all these stories, or you know majority of the stories. So let's delve into the unpopular story. After Saul came um, David. We know how David became king, and from David, the the the, the child of David, that is Solomon, also became king. Then after solomon we expected that okay he should it should have migrated straight to the son of um the sons of or one of the sons of um solomon but um, the kingdom israel all right israel as a kingdom divided so we had the son of solomon which who is called rehoboam right having a portion of the, of, the, of, the, of, the, of the kingdom and also another person who is called Jeroboam also having the portions of the kingdom. When you pick the son of Solomon who is Rehoboam, Rehoboam became the king of the southern kingdom. So the kingdom was divided into the northern kingdom and also the southern kingdom. So the northern kingdom were 10 tribes and then the southern kingdom was two tribes. So the two tribes in the southern kingdom is the tribe of Benjamin. And then the two, the second tribe is the tribe of Judah. Is someone following. All right. Then we see that the northern kingdom is having 10 tribes. So the rest of the tribes like Rubin, Gad, Asher, Naphtali, Dan, Ephraim, Manasseh, and half of Manasseh, really. And then Issachar and then Zebulon we could also see and simon right we could also see the 10 tribes so the the southern tribes when we are reading the bible this is where people get we get confused sometimes when you are reading the bible the bible refers to the southern tribes as the southern kingdom of judah judah then the northern kingdom we, the bible refers it to as the northern kingdom of israel so it was one nation called Israel. But when Israel divided, we have the northern kingdom and then the southern kingdom. Obviously, when you look at the the map of the, the, the map of Israel, that is Israel and Palestine combined together, and uh, you could see that they were they were it's a very big land, right? And the southern tribes, it's just two tribes was just two tribes that is the tribe of benjamin and then the tribe of judah the bible refers to them as the southern tribe or the southern kingdom of judah and then the northern kingdom is the northern kingdom of israel so don't confuse yourself at the beginning it was called israel but later on it was divided into two when it was divided into two the southern one is referred to as judah the northern kingdom retains its name as the as israel but now it is referred to as the kingdom or the northern kingdom of israel okay so we could when after the split after the split we now have northern kingdom and then the southern kingdom you must also note that um, the temple of the temple of God, that is the temple that Solomon built, the first temple or the Solomon's temple resided with the southern kingdom. Let's look at it. You know, let me use an example to make it very, very, without any prejudice, to make it very, very like easy for us. It's like Ghana, right? In Ghana, if Ghana, div- if Ghana is divided, we have the northern aspect of Ghana, and then the southern aspect of Ghana. So the southern aspect coincides, like Ghana, it coincides with that of Israel, right? That the southern kingdom happens to be the one that is the capital, right? So the southern kingdom, even though it was just two tribes, that is also the capital. That, were, that was where all the trades, all the money, all the other things were, right? And then the northern kingdom, there, they, they, they were also there. Fast forward, we could see that the southern kingdom or the northern kingdom was first captured by the assyrian kingdom right so the assyrians captured the northern kingdom so that ten tribes will become the lost tribe of israel it was lost the lost tribe of israel then the babylonian kingdom where nebuchadnezzar is right captured the southern kingdom So, we now know that the Northern Kingdom is captured by the Assyrian Kingdom. Are we following? Then the Southern Kingdom, that is Judah, was also captured by Nebuchadnezzar. So, the Bible Bible now therefore focuses, shift the attention from the Northern Kingdom completely because they are going to be lost. They are the 10 tribes that were lost. We call them the lost tribe of Israel. They were lost completely. Now, the focus is not going to be on the northern tribes that was captured by the Assyrian kingdom. But the the focus of the Bible shifts now on only the two tribes, the southern kingdom of Judah, that was captured by Babylon. Are we following? After Babylon, you know, we all know the Babylon story in the book of you Obeyah When you, if you go to Sunday school, you know the book of Niza, and all that. Later, 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 what we see is that a kingdom also arises called, called the Persian Kingdom. So the Persian Kingdom captured Nebuchadnezzar's kingdom. When Nebuchadnezzar captured the southern kingdom, what Nebuchadnezzar did was that Nebuchadnezzar destroyed the temple he took all the gold and everything in it and sacked all the the um, sacked all the strong people he took all their youth that is we we call it to plunder to plunder is a war language when you take a kingdom, you plunder the kingdom. You take every good thing from the kingdom. You, yeah, the, the, the young ladies, you take them along. The young guys who are energetic, you take them along. You leave the the old ones there because the old ones can't do anything. So he plundered the kingdom. So the, the temple that Solomon built was destroyed. All of those things happened. And then a new kingdom arises, which is the Persian kingdom. That was... Um, King Cyrus was their leader. Ken Cyrus was their leader. But King Cyrus had the well, the Israel, that is the southern kingdom, which is now the kingdom of Judah. Judah was now in the in the good books of King Cyrus. So what happened is that the Persian kingdom was very good to the people, um, to the um the southern kingdom or Judah. Alright. So now I can when you when you see me say Israel. not referring to the lost tribes but i'm still referring to the kingdom of judah because now the focus is on only only them do we get it are we here are we are we together because the focus is now on them i can now refer to them back as israel all right because we know that the ten they are lost the bible don't focus on them again we call them the ten the lost tribe of israel okay that's fine that's fine so now we have the persian kingdom the persian kingdom cyrus orders the release of the of the jews when we say jews jews are people in from israel or jews are people from the two tribes that were that were that were remaining that's king nebuchadnezzar from babylon came to capture now we see that cyrus comes and cyrus say okay i want you to go back and i want you to go and build the temple again rebuild the temple and rebuild your city when we look at um, the assyrian kingdom so okay in modern times the assyrian kingdom the babylonian kingdom the persian kingdom where is it? That sometimes people think that these things they didn't happen in the. It is still in modern day the the Persian kingdom, the Babylonian kingdom, and all these things. They are the Pakistan's. They are the Afghanistan's. The the Palestine, Jordan, e, around Egypt, Central Asia. These are these are places. Uh uh-huh, You must you must know. Okay, the Assyrian kingdom is modern day Iraq, Assyrian kingdom is modern day Turkey, Assyrian kingdom is modern day Iran, Syria, Kuwait, that is modern day. The Persian kingdom is modern day Pakistan, Afghanistan, Egypt, Central Asia, that is the Persian kingdom. So you must understand these things, they are very, you know, if you if you read the Bible, you will now understand why all these wars are going on in the Middle East. You understand proper, proper, because you have a whole idea of it in, in a bigger sense. So we now see that the persian kingdom is in rule now and they are going to have what we call the three waves of return the three waves of return is that the israelites uh the persian kingdom are going to make the israelites go back to rebuild their kingdom the first one was um the return under cyrus cyrus is going to make them go back and then we are are going to rebuild their city and then the temple Uh and the leader of that first wave of return is what we call zerubbabel so i've heard that if you are very prayerful you've heard this scripture before um say to zerubbabel not by might not by power but by my spirit say the lord who have heard that scripture before or who have used that scripture to pray before uh-huh. <clears throat> exactly prayer people prayer towers, love that scripture pa. pa, pa, pa. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. Hmm. So the leader, when 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 Cyrus said that the people of God should go back and go and build and go and build their their city and then the temple, the leader is called Zerubbabel. So later on, the second the second temple that was built is going to be referred to us the Temple of Zerubbabel, or the Second Temple. So Zerubbabel was the leader. Okay. Very. Um, later on, we are going to see a man like Ezra, who is going to be the teacher. So when when Cyrus say go back, what Cyrus is saying is that go back and build your temple, and also go back and teach your people about your God. So Persians they were very good with the with the Israelites. Uh-huh. Then the second wave also came. The second wave of return. That was the return under Darius. Okay, King Darius was also um, there were, uh, when Cyrus died. Another king, another king must also take his place. He's also called Darius. Diros also came, and Darius also said, "Okay, you to go back to your, your 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 city, go back to your nation, and go and complete the temple." So under Darius, the the temple was completed. Then. The temple was referred to as the second temple or the temple of Zerubbabel. We are also the leaders were Zerubbabel and also Joshua. All right. Then we move on to the third king under Persian. It's called Artaxerxes. When you are reading the Bible, uh, you could you will see Cyrus, Darius, Artaxerxes. Don't be confused. There are times you. It's like when in when you come to Asante Kingdom, right? Asante Kingdom we have Otunfo. Say to two the second. So there are times you can see Atazazis, but it's Atasazis 1, Atazazis 2, Atazazis 3, Cyrus 1, Cyrus 2, the Cyrus 3. Uh-huh. So we have Ajima and Prempe the first. That is the way they used to name the good kings that came and then they lived, they will leave their name there. Their name becomes like a name that they pick. So Atazezis can perhaps represent maybe or say to the first the second and those things so we are going to have Atazazis one Atazazis two atazerxes three so Atazazis took after diaros and under Atazazis two uh, we could see that they were sent to build their walls and all the people they went back and they took the land and then they built the land again all right are we together now so now we know where the bible is and then we know where we have come to i want i'm giving this introduction because it is going to help us understand so many things as we move and as we progress all right mm-hmm. now we we know that the people of god have now gotten back Years later, there's going to be another kingdom, I'm sorry. And then the kingdom is called the Greek kingdom, the Greek dominance. Okay, so when when you say Greek, people of Greek, that is Europe coming into the scene. So the Greek kingdom is modern day Greece, modern day Bulgaria, modern modern day Albania, modern day Serbia. All right, that is Europe. Europe has come into the scene. So the Bible is not an abstract. It's, it talks about things that has happened, like it has happened, right? So the Greek kingdom comes. Who is the Greek kingdom? We call we called their leader Alexander the Great, a very interesting figure. Trust me, Alexander the Great is very very interesting. So the Greek comes into power full force. They are very strong. They have they have a lot of um, a lot of army have a lot of ammunitions they are very strong so the greek comes and then they dominated so because they dominated now they have also dominated the people of israel that were that went to exile now as time goes on greek dominance comes into being right but the greek they had a culture called the hellenistic culture the hellenistic culture is the culture that they were urban right they they, they had a language they had a li- they had arts they had literature they had trade they had businesses they had exchange they had science so greek no they are coming in with a new flair all together when they come they dominate you now you very soon you begin to act like them their culture is called the hellenistic culture so the Hellenistic culture, and it's Greek, when they come and they dominate you, you begin to learn Greek. That is why you could see that there are times that are some portions of the Bible where 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 we use Greek to understand it. Alright? Mm-hmm. So we have the Hellenistic culture, the Greek. Presented by the Greek dominance, led by Alexander the Great. So now we know the Alexander the Great came, dominated. Very interesting guy. If you have time, you can you can just read around around that interesting man. All right. Alexander the Great will also come. He's going to die. So he dies, and then he had four generals, and so the like the Greek dominance they come and then they dominated the the Jews that is the people of Israel, right? They dominated the Jews. They have dominated them. Now, the Jews began to learn their language. The, 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 some portions of the Bible that were written began to, they translated it into Greek. Arts was a scene, literature, uh, trade exchange, science, language, people now become. So The the Greek came to influence the Jews. Right. so when alexander the great died four generals took over so it was they were divided into four generals so general be able for portions of it and what we see is that A time is going to come that the Bible now begins to be translated into Greek. We are going to, we are going to, um, there is a man that was called, um, is it uh, Antiochus, right? Antiochus Epiphany. He was the leader when the Jews, during the, during the time where the Jews were, uh, the, the scriptures were being turned from, um, Hebrew even into the Greek and from there there was a group of there, there was a group of people who were the jewish people they said no they will not understand why this hellenistic culture is impounded upon the jews so they said that they are not going to understand there was something we call the Maccabean period whereby there was a revolution they stood they fought for freedom so they fought the the the, the Greeks so much and then there was There was a moment of freedom. So they enjoyed some freedom within that period. Uh And you must understand that that was where there was the development of certain classes within the Jews. So there, there then arose a class of people called the Pharisees. And a class of people called the Sadducees. A class of people called the Essenes. A class of people called the zealots. All right, let me start with the, Saddu- the Sadducees, who have read the Bible, and then you have you've, you've read Sadducees in the Bible. You know, you, you have seen Sadducees in the Bible. Raise your hand and let me see. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So after the rebellion, when the the Jews became independent from the um the greek dominance that is antiochus epiphany period and all those moments there was the development of classes so when you pick the 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 jews we have the first class of people that is the sadducees the sadducees are like the aristocrats they have a lot of money you see the sadducees are people who are the first class citizens they are diplomatic people they only accepted the written word of God, which is the Torah. Are you here with me? So when you we talk about Sadducees, the Sadducees they don't they reject the supernatural, they don't believe in angels, they don't believe in spirits, they don't believe that someone there is something called afterlife, they don't believe in resurrection. When Jesus comes into the scene, Jesus is going to address these people because when Jesus started doing all this healing, they are going to call him demon because. They don't accept. Mm-hmm. So you see these things. It have happened when you see people. You see. You see that is why that sometimes some people they go to buy. Bi- they go to. S- s- they know Bible. They are like no me. They, I don't believe. Tell who show people. i I don't believe in spirits. I don't believe in angels. say I don't believe in supernatural. Like, tell the person. Hey, brother, brother. We be a see that of the first person. Sadducees, No matter your cry, jump, cry, cop. say, Oh my dear, the Bible not can not obey. Oh my mum, fight say mum humbiang kangon. And until I yonko, yonko yaziya. Oh my dear, you see those people, they have services. You see healing prophecy. They look at it some way, be weird way. Mean yeah, it's like let us preach and go. Twenty five minutes of preaching is good. Why all this fall down, fall down things? Services for us, for onko, I mean some problem those are the sadducees they only believe in the aristocrats they believe in the jesus is going to face them very soon amen then we have the pharisees you see the pharisees they accepted the torah and then they also believed in the supernatural the, the, the pharisees they believed in spirit they believe in all these things they believe in supernatural they believe in afterlife they believe in uh-huh. They believe in all the other people, and they also believe in what we call the they accepted the oral traditions. You see, the oral traditions they are good, but they are not inspired word of God. The oral tradition is that as time goes on, now the people of Israel, Assyrian kingdom, Babylonian kingdom, Babylonian kingdom, no or um through the persian kingdom uh, all these dominations came on the greek domination call uh, hellenistic domination uh, all these people we, we we had elders who were leading the jewish people so the elders know so they will say some things but emma because as people were developing that sometimes that uh, you must give some rules but I want us to understand these things because there are sometimes that even in the Bible you are going to read about something that are cultural but they are not inspired it is not it's not something Jesus focuses on for us now because they are just cultural things so we have all these oral traditions to the Pharisees they understood them they understood them and then they accepted them. But you see, this Pharisees. One of their, their, their troubles with Jesus is that they were self-righteous. They know the Bible. So they were like the lawyers in a way. They are the ones that are enforcers of the law. The law said so and so. So, according to the law, why a bunny say punishment we and say say but the Bible refers to them as hypocrites because they know the word and they had a way to maneuver their way through the word, and very soon you are going to understand because if the word of God says that oh, you cannot divorce your wife except you give your wife um marriage certificate, these people they know that okay. Before I don't know, say may divorce uh may you know before they may divorce or no. or send me man marriage certificate, so they can make thousands of marriage certificates. They are adultery, so they don't want to deal with the adultery, but they would they would go behind the law. So Jesus had no problem with the law, but they will go behind the law. So and then if I mean 5,0 and they have they will, they will make five thousand copies of Divorce certificate, on where you are my divorce, me breaking law. No law say my man marriage certificates divorce certificate. So do you get it? That is why Jesus was facing them like that. They are going to become Jesus' it's fierce. Oh so they are very wise. They are you call them they are hypocrites. They are hypocrites because they know the word. And so they will go according to the word, but just that they are just using their law for their own self-aggrandizement so we will come to them so when the bible talks about pharisees you must know who the pharisee is Uh then we came to the sns the sns are the people that they were excluded from civilization (laughs) these people are very interesting people you see but they helped us they helped they helped the bible the sns they almost say greek for no any he, uh, he these pharisees they are they are polluting the word of god so the sns you know they, they pick the torah and some of the the written word of god no and free so among you know, they don't live in cities among you know, cities there are so many demons in the cities because so because because mountain so because they say nipa ni nipa no know, they are polluting. i at the moment. They are called SNS. They are highly spiritual. <laughs> so, when you see people in your churches, right? Those people, who, when they are praying, they are the back there. They don't want to join the people the center. They have excluded themselves. They must remind you of SNS. SNS, we're not Because, hey, you not what the pollution coming? Uh-huh. They are, they are, they are a different group of people. They are called the SNS. They are highly spiritual people. Uh-huh. Those, those, are the SNS. And you know something? One interesting thing is that even as at 1942 to 1947, there were, there were SNSs. The Bible now, these people took and they hid it. No, some of them were retrieved just 1947 like recently yeah uh, just some decades ago less than 100 years i suppose they they discovered some portions of the scriptures that these people hate so they helped they also contributed to the messianic um revelations so they helped S N S. they are they are they are they are good they they helped and we have the zealots the zealots are the activists or the we call them the anarchists the zealots are the NTSC people so these zealots there when they see that hey why are this? they will go and face you uh-huh. i'm sure that apostle paul has something to do with the zealots when they see that you are going somebody is going against the word of god now they can pick sword and they come and kill you they will stone you then hey zealots there they have they zeal uh-huh. so you can look at the highly spiritual brothers in our society now you can say okay. they should remind you of the zealots now you should understand these things right so now you can use just ghana as the kingdom of israel the southern kingdom the northern kingdom the southern kingdom is rich the northern kingdom is not really rich the southern kingdom is where all the activities go on all the aristocrats they are living in the southern kingdom you know now you can know who the pharisees are you know the services you know the sns you know the zealots right at least you should look around and so right after the development of these groups came the roman dominance so rome came into being so italy for nabaha all right so rome emerged as a very dominant power and then they came to destroy all the hellenistic reign and then they conquered also the jews and when they came into the being what rome did was that and that's very key Okay, that's you we'll go into the scribes. The scribes are. I'll explain the scribes as we go on. All right. Mm-hmm. We will we'll go into the scribes. The scribes are also like people who break down the Bible. I think they may they might they should be um a group of people. Uh, they should come from you see. One of the things you should understand about the scribes is that the scribes were like people who were selected from among these groups like there's some of them can be a Pharisee, some of them can be um uh, a sadducee very they, they are like the teachers all right they are the teachers of the law like Ezra, Sefon, they, were, they were the scribes we would also even come there we have something we call the uh, holy ghost remind me uh Sahindrin, right the sahindrins are the people that you uh, let when we move on i'm going to explain the sahindrins are like the people are they are selected from each tribe each um Sect and they were like the judges. So once them come, they are aristocrat. They are big people. They go. They sit down. It was after the Rome, the Romans came to dominate. So we we are looking at the Roman Kingdom right now, right? So we now understand the Rome, the Romans. They have come into being when Roman, founded by Humbert, destroyed the Greek Kingdom. The Hellenistic rule. You no, know, they destroyed all of them. Mm-hmm. But one thing that you see Rome were the wisest in their time what rome would do is that for rome when they come they 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 use they had mental power mental prowess those are the roman people right so they have mental prowess in the sense that when they came they appointed people they were the people who who dele- they delegate work so they can come and then your own group of people Have conquered you, then they select one of your people to rule over you. So the person now who is ruling over your own personal, but the person will be wicked towards you to the extent that so they are not there, but they are their mind is controlling you. I don't know if you understand it. They are not there. They they can that sometimes they are absent in physicality, but their ideas are ruling. Those are the roman people. They are extremely extremely wise people. They are extremely wise people. So when they came, they appointed kings so they appointed herod to be the kings of the jews so herod will become the kings of the jews then out of your own people they will select people who are called publicans so publicans are people who deal with maths they are mathematicians yes franchising exactly so they'll appoint publicans publicans became like tax collectors example is matthew matthew is a publican are we together so matthew is a publican and you must also understand this. So Ba youth now omunim they will appoint you as a tax. So they also introduced the tax system. Then they also appointed, like a uh, they also appointed a military ruler called the Pontius Pilate. So Pontius Pilate came, and Pontius Pilate is the military ruler, and also after the publicans have gone to collect all their tax, Pontius Pilate will be the one who would answer like there's so many things we get from them they are so wise in the sense that they gave all the military rule to Pontius Pilate and they also made Pontius Pilate the head of the publicans so the head of the publicans the a tax system No, it comes to tax when it comes to tax so you must you pay your tax so those were the Rome system and Rome, the Roman dominance was the last dominance that existed before Jesus came. So Herod was very wicked, even against some of the Jews, alright? And and we know what happened after after there. So within that season, then Jesus, the birth of Jesus came. Jesus Christ came into the scene. Jesus was born. So when Jesus was born, Jesus was born under Roman dominance. I want you to put that in your head. Jesus was born under the Roman dominance. The time Jesus came, it wasn't the Greek dominance. It wasn't when the Persians were ruling. It wasn't the Babylonian. Jesus came under the Roman dominance. He was born in Bethlehem. He lived in Egypt. He he attended the synagogue just as any other any other person who attend um the like worship he enters ministry at age 30 and matthew was one of his disciples he was a publican he now started to write about the life and then the teachings of jesus all right one interesting thing is that from malachi to matthew there was 400 it was it's called the 400 silent years of scripture between malachi to matthew there wasn't any inspired book that was written all the books that were written they, they we didn't add them to the bible or the, but they are there there are so many books they were not inspired because according to the messianic order or according to what god wants to do for you and i those books it's not it's not something that we need to become christians hallelujah so we've now done a history of the bible from creation to the birth of jesus is someone here with me do we understand where we have come from we have explained uh, to matthew so now we are going to start from matthew when it is going to give us a better understanding of what the things in the bible why jesus was angry with some people why jesus was doing the things that he was doing why jesus was saying the things that he was saying why jesus will send his disciples and give them some certain instructions to go like um sheep among wolves um like all these things will help us understand why that amen and amen so now let's begin and i don't know by the time no hi uh so today because of the history please give me extra 30 minutes why, mr just because of the history no because the history was very important. move on with 30 minutes and count. Just today. Just today. Alright. So I want four people to call in. Call in read. You call in and you read one chapter. Another person call in read another chapter. Uh-huh. Yes, 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 yes.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Call in, call in, call in. Four people. All right, I'm waiting for another three three people to call lean to call in. So if you call in, please mute your microphone first for me. Mute it for me. Uh huh. Another three three people should call. Okay, let me accept them.
1: As you're for
0: I'm gonna Chapter 1 of Genesis for me. Fast, 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 fast. Be a fast reader here. Matthew, sorry, Matthew chapter 1. Be very fast with Matthew chapter 1 for me. Mm. God's chosen.
2: Yes, please.
0: Read chapter 1 for me.
3: Okay. Thank you. Matthew chapter 1. The family history of Jesus. Messiah. This is the family history of Jesus the Messiah. He came from the family of David who was from the family of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac. Isaac was the father of Jacob. Jacob was the father of Judah and his brothers. Judah was the father of Perez and Zerah. Their mother was Tamar. Perez was the father of Hezron. Hezron was the father of Ram. Ram was the father of Aminadab. Aminadab was the father of Nashon. Nashon was the father of Salmon. Salmon was the father of Boaz. His mother was Rehab. Boaz was the father of Obed. His mother was Ruth. Obed was the father of Jesse. Jesse was the father of King David. David was the father of Solomon. His mother had been Uriah's wife. Solomon was the father of Rehoboam. Rehoboam was the father of Abijah. Abijah was the father of Asa. Asa was the father of Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat was the father of Jehoram. Jehoram was the father of Uzziah. Uzziah was the father of Jotham. Jotham was the father of Ahaz. Ahaz was the father of Hezekiah. Hezekiah was the father of Manasseh. Manasseh was the father of Ammon. Ammon was the father of Josiah. Josiah was the grandfather of Jehoiakim and his brothers who lived during the time that the people were taken away to Babylon. After they were taken to Babylon, Jehoiakim was the father of Shiltiel. Shiltiel was the father, was the grandfather of Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel was the father of Abud. Abud was the father of Eliakim. Eliakim was the father of Azor. Azor was the father of Zadok. Zadok was the father of Akim. Akim was the father of Eliud. Eliud was the father of Eleazar. Eleazar was the father of Matan. Matan was the father of Jacob. Jacob was the father of Joseph. Joseph was the husband of Mary. And Mary was the mother of Jesus who is called the Messiah. So there were 14 generations from Abram to David. There were also 14 generations from David until people were taken away to Babylon. And there were 14 more from the time the people were taken to Babylon until the Messiah was born. The birth of Jesus, the Messiah that's verse 18 this is how the birth of jesus the messiah happened his mother was engaged to marry joseph but before they married he learned that she was as- expecting a baby she was pregnant by the power of the holy spirit mary's husband joseph was a good man he did not want to cause her public disgrace so he planned to divorce her secretly but joseph thought about this and an angel from the Lord came to him in a dream. The angel said, Joseph, son of David, don't be afraid to accept Mary to be your wife. The baby inside her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son. You will name him Jesus. Give him that name because he will save his people from their sins. All this happened to make clear the full meaning of what the Lord said through the prophet. The virgin will be pregnant. And will give birth to a son, they will name him Emmanuel. Emmanuel means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the Lord's angel told him to do. He married Mary. But Joseph did not have sexual relations with her until her son was born. And he was named Jesus. Amen.
0: Amen. Hallelujah. That's a very powerful reading. God bless you. Amen. So that is Matthew chapter 1. You you want to say something, what stood out for you, any any of the people on the line, what scripture, what part of Matthew chapter 1 stood out for you, you can just one minute, under one minute, or one minute, just talk, just add, say something, what stood out for you in Matthew chapter 1. If you're also among the people, you want to call and then also say what stood out for you very, very fast. You can also call in and i would i would accept your call and then you you talk about what stood out for you but before that you know one interesting thing that stood out in matthew chapter one that i want us to note is that the people you see in Matthew chapter one when we read uh, let me say these things because i know some of us know it but it's not all of us that know it i want to explain this thing to us as begin like as beginners all right we call it genealogy. Genealogy is when you're about history from. We call it genealogy. So in Matthew chapter 1, Matthew, who is, a, who, is a, who is a disciple who had contact with Jesus, is writing about Jesus and he's he's talking about the genealogy. And this begat, this begat, this begat, this begat, this begat, this, this So he's talking about. He started from Abraham. That is why when I was doing the history of the the bible i i said abraham is a very very pivotal person pivotal person from there until he came to joseph and then mary all right which is very critical what stood out for me is that the bible had people the people that began to be to be to be to be to be until jesus came not all of them were perfect they were people who had so many so much errors there were people who their life they did so many errors you should understand it gives you a a a hint and an idea right that god can use you and i also love the fact that five five women were included in the genealogy five of them and out of them three of them were (laughs) fornicators three of them were fornicators from tower to Bathsheba to rahab if fornicated fornicated. So it should understand, it should tell you that regardless of who you are, there can be purpose that will come out of your life. Regardless of the weakness or mistake that is on your life, there will be something that can that can come out of your life. I uh, it stood out for me. I want someone to say something about what who, who the 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 or anything perhaps maybe about joseph it's also there's something that is about joseph what joseph did is also something that stood out who can share anything you can share anything from chapter one if not we are moving to chapter two any contribution on chapter one right no contribution let's go to chapter two is there is a direct read let's go to genesis uh, matthew chapter two i don't know why i keep mentioning genesis matthew chapter two excellent Read
4: Matthew chapter 2 for me. Matthew chapter 2. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed in all Jerusalem with him They saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. When they had gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, he said. Take the child and his mother and escape to Egypt. Stay there until I tell you, for Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. So he got up, took the child and his mother during the night, and left for Egypt, where he stayed until the death of Herod. And so was fulfilled what the Lord had said through the prophet Out of Egypt I called my son. When Herod realized that he had been outwitted by the Magi, he was furious. And he gave orders to kill all the boys in Bethlehem and its vicinity, who were two years old and under, in accordance with the time he had learned from the Magi. Then what was said through the prophet Jeremiah was fulfilled. A voice is heard in Ramah, weeping and great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children, and refusing to be comforted, because they are no more. After Herod died, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, Get up take the child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel. For those who were trying to take the child's life are dead. So he got up to the child and his mother and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that Achilles was reigning in Judea, in place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. Having been warned in a dream, he withdrew to the district of Galilee, and he went and lived in a town called Nazareth. So was fulfilled what was said through the prophet's, that he would be called a Nazarene
0: amen all right hallelujah so that is also Matthew chapter 2 Matthew chapter 2 okay very 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 profound scriptures there so we are what some of the things that you should take notice herod now we know who herod is we know that herod was appointed as the leader of the jewish people you must understand that herod wasn't a jew himself he was just appointed as a as a leader because of his his swiftness. he was keen he was someone that he makes sure that people do it so he became the leader of the jews and you must understand that there have been records written about jesus before jesus was even born right there were so much, so many records written about him before he was born and now his reign is coming to an end based on them and we see the magi the magi or the magi they were a class of priests right and then astrologers who served as um royal counselors during the persian kingdom or the Persian reign. So those people from the Persian reign almost also so they were there. They were they were people who interpret science. They use magical art. They use divination they use animal organs and all of those things. They were they used to predict the future. Even though there are some people who are who are who are who are still doing these things. That is why there are some people who can look at your palm and know what is. They look. that some people they have some instruments. Be they look at the star, they look at you, and then they can tell you and predict the future. Those were the magi, so they saw, they saw that okay, there's going to be the birth. There was a star that came, and then there's going to be the birth of um of a Jewish king. All right, mm-hmm. mm. and and one of the things that stood out okay okay let me ask you what what stood out for you what stood out for you with these things that we've read what stood out for you what stood out for you one thing that i want to i want to i want to emphasize on is okay let me see you see herod was lying in in verse two you could see that he says that and asked where is the one who has been born kings of the Jews? Because we know, we know clearly that the king of the Jews, the king of the Jews, well or at that time was Herod. So if Herod is asking who is the king of the Jews, Herod knows that his reign is coming to an end. So he had an intent to go and destroy Jesus. Because if Jesus is becoming the king of the Jews, that means that oh no, no, yeah, king of the Jews, no, the Juma Baby, yeah so herod wanted to change this change prophecy or turn the hand of prophecy that was what herod was doing okay okay i want someone to say something someone said okay i want someone to add one or two three things i have so many things i can i want i can say about each scripture but i want someone to so that it's not going to be one-sided anything you want that stood out for you you can also talk about it Yes, please. but please, please, I can hear you. Are, you, are, you are. Please, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Yes, please. Please, what stood up for me is the power of stars. How can... say it again? Yes, I can stand. hear you. I can hear you now. The power of stars, stars, stars. Okay, sure, sure. Sure. what How the star was able to direct them and their level of knowledge, which helped them to also be led by the star meaning that as Christians, we need we need knowledge in order to manifest the real identity on our style or also to trace even in maybe your relationship and other things. Maybe your point of knowledge will help you to know the type of person you are really going for or the style of that person. So it's one thing that I was trying to think through and think more deeper about stars. Yes, please. Powerful, powerful, powerful okay i'm um, seeing people writing um grace suman says, okay i'm um, seeing a dj Will says that i learned that i shouldn't play with my dreams because god speaks to us through, through dreams very powerful very powerful zion says that also prophecy takes time but it comes through yes that's that's great zion says that when the magi lost focus they missed their direction to the messiah okay um, Grace woman says that the lesson I've gotten is that the enemy is always after great destinies that is stars, to destroy because they would cause havoc in the kingdom. But the Lord always protect those who has ordained for His use. Powerful excellence says that what I learned is that God speaks to His people through diverse ways, and that we should look out for how we should look out for how God speaks to us. That we don't miss it when he speaks to us powerful i also learned that about the power of the opposition that comes to play when any good thing is about to happen and so we should be discerning when we enter new faces or errors so that we don't let the opposition deter us from achieving what god has ordained for us powerful so uncle ben why did the Magi go to give jesus gift how do they benefit how- did they benefit from that? Wonderful. Okay. So you see, uh, that's a very powerful question. One of the things that we should understand is, as I explain, who the Magi is. The Magi, they, they went, they gave, they gave Jesus gold. They they gave Jesus frankincense. They gave Jesus man. You know, gold, gold was found in the Babylonian kingdom and it was extremely, expensive. So it was all as a result of these people fulfilling prophecies. And it, it was going to represent the royalty of Jesus. So the goal that was given to um, Jesus was a demonstration that Jesus is going to become a royal. He's a royal. We know Jesus as king, all right? And we know frankincense. Frankincense was also like, it was a sweet incense. It's like, I don't know if you, you know this incense. When we were young, we used to have incense that some people burn and all that and they were very refined from India all right and we use it in in terms of like worship purpose so it was burned as an offering to the gods in religious services all right so as a child Jesus had no use of this but it was given to him to represent his divine nature so they were fulfilling prophecy and then they gave me. Me is like uh it's from aromas they are aromatic com it's it's drawn from aromatic compounds and then it represents it's used when we are preparing for cups as obibewu na yeah the the better dano so the magi. i don't know the bible was silent about the, the the benefit they themselves will get but what i know is that they were fulfilling prophecy based on the gift they give to jesus they had already seen that this guy is a royal because he's going to become a king. Number two, they gave him, that is why they gave him gold. They gave him frankincense to also represent his divine nature, that he is not just a human being, he's also a spirit. And that is why they gave him the frankincense. The mayor represents his death and his burial. So even before he was about to go into full service, they had already noticed that his, his death is about to benefit us. So they are giving him mayor. So it means that the death of Jesus was right from the beginning incorporated in his purpose for us here on the earth. I don't know the benefit because the Bible was silent on the the benefit, but what we know and what we can infer is that they were just people who were fulfilling prophecies, all right? One of the things that is very, very key to me that I want us we can benefit as people of God is the fact that when Herod was there, the you see, hmm. let me say it, let me let me put it this way. Jesus was they 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 they, they hate Jesus. ni ema I want us to get a lesson from that. It's a, it's a principle we can learn. You see, there, there, there are things that when it's at its infant age, we need to protect it. There are some things when it's at its, its infant, infant age, you need to protect it from people who can clearly destroy it. How come that the savior of the world, we are hiding the savior of the world from opposition? Think about it too. Why? Because Jesus was young at that time. He was an infant. So we need to hide until oppositions are clearly off the way before they brought Jesus back. It's a lesson we should understand. It's a lesson we should understand. And I believe that. Uh, it, 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 has, it has nothing to do with salvation. It has nothing to do with... It, but it's a lesson we can learn from it. It's a lesson we can learn from it. I told you, I have to say, like half in the eighth of the year, I pray that you will have to say, I pray that you will have to say, even though you will come to and come, Senna, I shall see if you feel, but if you feel, no one was this year because he said, I didn't even need to defend him. It's already a debut. If you are now dreaming, can't prepare what the Bible on here, you kill it, even though Jesus was a prophecy being fulfilled in his infant ages. Jesus was hidden, so you and I should understand this. There are times that some things are very, very premature, premature exposure can. Can truncate prophecy. Premature exposure can truncate prophecy. A bit to me, I say in So there are things these are things we should understand as we are growing. Alright? Let's do verse chapter 3. Quick, 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 quick. Please, I'll take questions. Eh? I'll take but let's do chapter 3. I beg. But Matthew chapter 3. Fast, 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 fast. Matthew chapter 3. Someone read Matthew chapter 3 for me.
2: his food was locusts and wild honey people went out to him from jerusalem and all judea and the whole region of the jordan confessing their sins they were baptized by him in the river jordan but when he saw many of the pharisees and sadducees coming to where he was baptizing he said to them you brood of vipers who want you to flee from the coming wrath? produce fruit in keeping with repentance and do not think you can say to yourselves we have abraham as our father i tell you that out of these stones god can raise up children for abraham the axe has been laid to the foot of the trees and every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire i baptize you with water for repentance but after me comes one who is more powerful than i whose sandals i am not worthy to carry he will baptize you with the holy spirit and fire His winnowing fork is in his hands, and he will clear the threshing floor, gathering his wheat into the barn and burning up the chaff with unquenchable fire. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to to be baptized by John. But John tried to deter him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and you. you, Sorry, I need to be baptized by you, and. Do you come to, And do you come to me? Jesus replied, Let it be so now. It is proper for us to do this and to fulfill all righteousness. Then John consented. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. At that moment, heaven was opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and aligning, alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased.
0: Amen. Amen. Powerful. God bless you. All right. So we now see John the Baptist. And he's preparing the way. He's preparing the way for the Lord. Chapter seven of Matthew chapter three. You very key. We have talked about pharisees and sadducees so now when you read the, that chapter we understand who the pharisee and the sadducee is so you see i'm sure that john of baptist if he's in our if he's if he's in our age we not like him at all Who will be a preacher he's going to you see the way he was telling them you brood of vipers like you brood of vipers like, he's going to be a very mean preacher like very very mean preacher since you've you you brood of vipers he he wasn't taking it easy on the Pharisees and then the, the Sadducees because he he understood what they were using the scriptures for. They understood what they were, how they were using the scriptures for their own way, making their lives better and not benefiting the people. So that is why he was harsh on them. One of the things that stood out for me, and and. I want us to understand is John the Baptist and Jesus you see Jesus comes in to be baptized and John the Baptist says that no you are not you are not you are not uh, you are not supposed I'm not supposed to baptize you and Jesus said let it be so now it is proper for us to do this to fulfill all righteousness that was Jesus the beginning of Jesus Telling us that he's not against the law, but he came to fulfill the law. You see, there are so many times we are reading the scripture, it looks as if Jesus no, Jesus wasn't against the law, but the people who were using the law for their own needs. That is why Jesus says, Let it be so now that right or righteousness will be fulfilled. It's something you should understand. Another lesson I also I also took from that passage of scripture is that how some people can can think that you are oh you are above some processes. Never jesus was never influenced by john's decision to make him escape baptism it's like ah, are you not above this is, is this not big enough for you why are you doing this you see what jesus said jesus said no let it be so now Let me, I will not escape process. Jesus was some, one thing we can also take from the life of Jesus right now is that Jesus never escaped the process. Process is very, very key. Process is very, very key. Because the process is going to determine what the product will be. And Jesus understood that the process is very key. And because of that, Jesus said, no, let it be so now. Let me go through the process. I'm not going to escape the process. No, I must go through them. And that is exactly the same thing we see Jesus do here. And it's very key. It's very key as people of God. As you and I. As ye nini no. Or say ye ti as say. Process is something uh, that is why we want to subject ourselves to this process this year. Amen. I want us to read chapter four. Eh? Because I want to end by 6:30 in Ghana time. Mm-hmm. Chapter four. Fast, 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 fast. Portia.
3: Matthew
0: chapter
5: 4. Mm-hmm. I you please can you hear me?
0: Yes, please, I can hear you.
5: Verse 1. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted there by the devil. Mm-hmm. For 40 days and 40 nights, he fasted and became very hungry. During that time, the devil came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become loose of bread. But Jesus told him, No, the scriptures say, people do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city, Jerusalem, to the highest point of the temple and said, If you are the son of God, jump off, for scripture says he will order his angels to protect you, and they will hold you up with your hands, so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. Jesus responded, the scriptures also say, You must not test the Lord your God. Next, the devil took him to the peak of a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. I will give it all to you, he said, if you kneel down and worship me. Get out of here, Satan, Jesus told him. But the scriptures say, You must worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil went away and angels came and took care of Jesus. When Jesus heard that John had been arrested, he left Judea and returned to Galilee. He went first to Nazareth, then left there and moved to Capernaum, beside the Sea of Galilee, in the region of Zebulun and Naphtali. This fulfilled what God said through the prophet Isaiah. In the land of Zebulun and Naphtali, beside the sea, beyond the Jordan River, in Galilee, Where so many Gentiles live, the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light. And for those who lived in the land where death castes shadows, a light has shined. Verse 17, from then on, Jesus began to preach. Repent of your sins and turn to God, for the kingdom of heaven is near. One day, as Jesus was walking along the shore of the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, also called Peter, and Andrew, throwing a nest into the water, for they fished for a living. Jesus called out to them, Come, follow me, and I will show you how to fish for people. And they left their nets at once and followed him. A little farther up the shore, he saw two other brothers, James and John, sitting in their boat with their father Zebedee, repairing their nets, and he called them to come to They immediately followed him, leaving the boat. Boats and their about the kingdom, and he healed every kind of disease and illness. News about him spread as far as Syria, and people soon began bringing to him all. And whatever their sicknesses followed him wherever he went. From all over Judea and from east of the Jordan River.
0: Amen. Amen. God bless you so much. All right. So I hope I hope we 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 all followed the chap the last chapter for today. The chapter four. The chapter four. Very amazing. Uh, we see we see the devil coming to tempt Jesus. The devil tempted Jesus in three ways. The first way, the devil told Jesus, prove yourself. The second temptation, the devil said, okay, prove the word. Then the last temptation, the devil said, take the easy way out. But we all saw Jesus defeated the devil through all these temptations. See, the first one is very key, which I want to emphasize. Based on our time, I can't go deeper, but I hope that um, with time, as we go on, we one day, one day, maybe I'll use it for... Um, a sermon or something so that we can explain. Prove yourself. Prove yourself. Prove yourself is something so, 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 so easy for us to fall. We are a child of God that the test of proving yourself is going to come each and every day. The test was that Jesus, prove yourself. Is Jesus going to prove himself by the word of God or he's going to prove himself by a sign? And it's one thing you must you and I should consider when it comes to um, the test, and we are going to be tested to prove ourselves. It's not every time you are supposed to prove yourself. Prove your the child of God should only prove himself through the scriptures. Don't prove yourself based on based on a sign. If Jesus had proved himself himself based on a sign, he would be no different from the Pharisees. Because that is why, as we proceed, a time is going to come. Jesus is going to deal with the Pharisees and he's going to tell them. When they, they ask for a sign, there's going to be, Matthew is going to record it. The time is going to come, that the Pharisees will come to him and say, okay, show us a sign and Jesus will go after them. He's going to go after their head so much. Because Jesus wasn't there to please men. He came to fulfill destiny. That should be your core mandate as a child of God. You are are not here to prove yourself to anybody. You're not here to prove yourself to anything in your education, in the things you are doing. You are there to fulfill the destiny and then the call of God for your life and it's something that i want you to understand another thing that stood out that i want you to also come to the knowledge of is from the verse 5 the bible says then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple if you are the son of god he said throw yourself down for it is written uh, wow that is jesus should prove the word all right you see One thing I took from that scripture is how the devil is dealing with us today. In our our age, this is Jesus' beginning ministry. And the devil is showing Jesus everything. And we live in a generation where we know everything. The devil is showing us everything. We know everything. And we know every information. And it's very, very key. That is why, you see, we must always make sure that we are under... The feet of jesus and jesus is instructing us because you see by the time a child gets to age 20 age 15 in our in our dispensation the devil takes him to a highest point of the mountain and show him everything and it's very very dangerous because if you are exposed to everything is very key if you're exposed to everything and we don't have the word of god inside of us it is going to be very difficult for us to defeat the enemy because you know you and I, we know everything. Like right now, as I'm talking to you, you know every ins and outs, you know every good thing, you know what you know what good things are, you know what bad things are, you know what luxury is. In our dispensation, you you know every luxurious things. In there was a generation that for you to know luxurious things, you must grow to some Certain extent before you, could go, okay. This is what this means. This no in our generation, something like that. In our generation, before we get to age fifteen, the devil has shown us every luxurious thing, every fun thing, every sweet thing, every attractive thing, and it's very dangerous. If you don't have the word of God inside of you, the same way Jesus had the word of God inside of Him, we are going to be, str- we are going to struggle, and you will be, you, you will fall for that temptation to prove, to prove to prove and that's very very critical all right let me read some of the things people said people people took from that this is from oh uh, please help uh, if it's type something i want you to type them again and send it i can read it for his says, um, says that one trend that's running through the scriptures is that everything that god has said through his prophet was being fulfilled in this scripture this attest to the fact that the word of god does not come and go void very powerful Very powerful. Grace woman says that Jesus knew the word of the word and the devil also knew the word. But Jesus was able to overcome him by the same word. I noticed Satan was using the word for the wrong purpose. But Jesus was using it rightly. So the good application of the word of God brings much results. Very, very key. So Jesus was was using the word of God rightly. The devil was using it wrongly so the devil the devil knows the word that is one dangerous thing oh, very very dangerous so amen zion says that when temptation rise we will to the word this stands to reason that we must know the scripture for ourselves it's true hallelujah you must understand you must understand because you see, the deception is not in me maybe one day I'll go deeper into it. You see, I want to add I want to I want to add something when what the devil did was that you see that the, the devil's deception or truncating of the word was not in misquoting the passage. No, but the deception lies in using the passage to prove the false promise what the devil was showing to Jesus was a false promise. That was not in line with Jesus's call or destiny for his life. And we live in an age where the devil is showing us so many false promises. That is what I was talking about. He took him to the uttermost part of, it was, it was, it was a false promise. There are so many times that people of some some people come to the man of god it's perhaps came as a false promise god is your your destiny and that thing you are looking at that has nothing in line it's a false promise and i want us to also note that it's very key what what is god telling you all right very very essential and um, bcl says that when jesus calls us we must not postpone the response this was evident when the disciples followed immediately powerful powerful we also we are also seeing that jesus is calling his disciples and then they came right after him right after him very 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 powerful i really want us to uh, end within this time so you have any question for me any question for me um You have any question for me? I would, I would, I would. I would answer them. Any question, any question? For forgive me for today's own. Uh, I was trying to compound everything within an hour. The next the next ones, my we can go more details into some of these things. There are so many lessons there. There are so many lessons to learn from these passages. All right. Do you have any question? Someone here with me if you are here say I'm here. Okay, if you are here say I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. Okay, all right. So you are here. Meaning that you are here but you don't have a question. But do you have a question? All right. Okay. Um, go says that please was John the Baptist's lifestyle also fulfilling prophecy, locusts and any and all other ones. Yes, I uh Jesus came and Jesus spoke about the lifestyle of John the Baptist, and he's going to prepare a way for the Lord. I when we go to when we go deeper into Mark's account, Mark is going to talk about John the Baptist and his lifestyle it doesn't mean that john the baptist is eating locusts and honey so you also maybe you say okay you know you see in our generation sometimes you copy so blindly right uh, someone can say okay we too also want to be like john the baptist then you want to go and find where locust is and you want to go and find where honey is and always you are living you are eating honey and locusts and you are separated from the people and you also want to be a strange kind of person. <laughs> Alright, don't don't go and copy the lifestyle of John the Baptist. So that because you want to have the the of John the Baptist. It's not like that. Hallelujah. Um BC says that's not a question, but I just love how Matthew was comparing everything to prophecy. It's true. yeah, yeah, Matthew is a very intelligent writer. Matthew is a very intelligent writer. and when we start Mark, one thing about the gospel of Mark is Mark is also uh, Mark is raw, and I love Mark. you love Mark more than maybe you love Matthew when uh, I was doing um when I was reading Mark, I was like, wow. Mark is raw. Mark is detailed. The things that some of the gospels were were silent on, Mark will tell you exactly as it is, and I love that. I love that about about that. Hallelujah. God bless us. So this is day one of our fifty-two days in light. Fifty-two days in light. I believe you are blessed. I believe you are blessed. I believe you are blessed. As we go on, you'll be you'll be able to understand the Bible better. Alright, I want us to, to continue like this. If you have any other question, you can write it down. If you have any other contribution, you can write it down. Tomorrow when we come, we would also go deeper into it. So it's our 52 days in light. The time is 5 a.m. In Ghana time, five AM GMT to six AM GMT. All right, so you can use this for your morning devotion for the next, for the next, uh, for for the month of um, January and February, right? So your quiet time, your morning devotion, you come, you hear a word. I believe that God is going to release a word for you. The order of service is that when we come, any person can call in. Ubaya, you can also call in. Some I will allow you to read uh, a chapter. chapter you can read a chapter you can read a passage you read it and when i am done i have some things that when i was reading i highlighted them which spoke to me i would explain it you can also begin to read it so tomorrow we are we are going to do from five to maybe eight right so five to eight you can also go and read it and understand more and prepare some things down so when we come you can also begin to also share what you also received even from from that hallelujah I believe that you are going to be blessed God bless you and God keep you let's pray you want to lift up your voice by saying the Lord let the light of God lead me let the light of God lead me through this year in the mighty name of Jesus let your light lead me is uh, 52 days in the light. 52 days in light. 52 days in light. The light is the truth. And the truth is Jesus Christ. After these 52 days, our idea about Jesus will be different. Our relation- And it's going to make our relationships different. And it's going to make our relationship with Jesus and the Holy Spirit different. And that is how the light of God is going to lead us from, from January to December and for the rest of our lives help us Lord, help us Lord that the light of God leads us lift up your voice and pray where you are lift up your voice lift up your baba. Komba rendo bo shambrendos kha rambalaka dine myo sha ilege di rendele de de shapa ikomba rendes kha and Telegadia Velegadimo ya intelegadia deleka di mo sha zombele de zendele dobo shababa rababa Sun Telegadia mabomba da baba la the light of god lead us through la Light of God lead us through in the mighty name of Jesus. I'm praying. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for a time in your presence. We thank you for the time to sit under your feet to be able to learn your word. We pray in Jesus' name for more understanding. Even as we go about our daily lives. May this word become profitable in our daily and our day-to-day activities. And we give you all the praise. In Jesus' name we pray with Thanksgiving. Amen. I want to pray for everyone here. You are traveling, you are, yeah, 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 you are going by your, your duties, your work. I pray in the name of our Lord Jesus. That the hand of God is going to carry you through your week and carry you through your day. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus, you are, you are you are you are you are you are even saved and delivered from all forms of accident and all forms of misfortune. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus, the favor of God is falling on your head. When you go into your activities with the favor of God, you'll be favored by people who are bigger, who are younger, who are who are who are smaller, the old, the new. Everything is going to favor you in the mighty name of our lord jesus go in this might for you are blessed amen uh what's my i want you to what's my um i want you to speak to atokamena for me or something all right i also want you to do this every day what we speak about some of the things that i would highlight i want you to write them down you write them down or tell our that we need his presence He can also write them down and he will write it properly so that he will send it to um, either Ben Wesley or myself so that we can send it to um, the designers to design something that we can post on uh, social, social media so that um, people online too can follow along. Uh, people online to can follow along. Some of the lessons we, we are learning from the chapters we do every day. All right? Okay. God bless you. And may God. Amen. Amen. May God lead you. Amen. Tomorrow we are continuing see you tell someone tell your friend invite your friend invite your neighbor you see let's be like the lepers that say that we do know we do no good if we don't go and tell other people so um it's been a long time we've had a, a sparkling new type of service but we are we are back and we are doing this for the next uh days in january and february so you want to tell your neighbor say wow something awesome is coming you don't want them to miss out in person we're doing thing, thing, and some amount for Bom, or many album so? that be yeah and start it together, and then this is going to push you to understand more in the Bible, all right, and the word of God. I if you don't have a Bible, this is the time for you to go and get yourself an NIV, NIV version, so that you can follow along. No, I to note pack now na now underline now shady. Alright, some of your Bible is very old. new Bible so that we can follow along, all right. God bless you and see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.